Today's episode is gonna be solo. I will ruin every single relationship for you guys to hear the story. So where should we start? New Year's? Send me your passport. I'm gonna book your flight. He literally scenes me. I was telling everyone I was gonna be in St. Bart. So to be like, surprise, I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. It's fucking embarrassing. So I'm gonna give you a tour of the villa so that you guys can just feel like you were on vacation with me. Welcome to the jungle. So I go to the bar and I look at my girlfriend when I meet him and I'm like, oh. You're listening to the X Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the X podcast. I'm your girl, Alessia. Today's episode is going to be solo. We're doing a solo episode today. But before I air out my life and the people that I'm speaking to are going to watch this and it's just going to be a very awkward week for me, I need you to like, follow and subscribe. Follow me on I follow me wherever you listen to podcasts. If it's on iTunes, Spotify, if you watch on video on YouTube, which come on, you don't want to see this pretty face. Follow me on YouTube. Subscribe, comment, like, talk shit about me. At this point, I'm open to everything. I was actually too lazy to go to my studio to shoot this. So we are shooting in my damn room, okay? But these chairs kind of look like the chairs in my studio. So we're not that off, you know what I mean? It's not as pretty, but like whatever, we'll make it work. I have a candle on, setting the mood. Actually, this candle smells so good. Becca actually gave me a Christmas gift and it was this amazing candle. So shout out to Becca. This is gonna be an episode with me and you, you and I, my exes, because we have so much to catch up on. And I know these are your favorite type of episodes, although after time i'm realizing these are my least favorite because i air out so much of my life and then things that i'm you know that are still pending are being spoken about so it's not always the best for me but i live for the podcast the podcast is everything to me so i will ruin every single relationship every single thing for you guys to hear the stories okay so where should we start new year's i feel like new year's is one of those days where we hype it up so much because it's the end of one year and the beginning of a new year i truly believe a new year really happens on your birthday not new year's so whoever the fuck wants to disagree with me come at me because a new year really begins when your birthday restarts why is it on the end of the year no it's on the beginning of your new year you know I'm always let down New Year's, whether I'm single or in a relationship. I feel like there's so much hype around that day that already I'm such a spontaneous person and I hate planning things. So the fact that that day is so planned is like, oh, it gives me so much anxiety. And I just like I want to I want to be doing the best plans and I want to be wearing the best outfits. And it's like after time, as you get older, you're just like. I still want those things, but I don't want to plan it. Normally for New Year's, my friends and I leave town. And this year was such a weird, strange year because everyone kind of had different plans going on. And I was like, 
talking to this guy who lived in New York, who I've seen several times before. Every time I go to New York, he's always like, hey, want to do something? And like super nice. Like my friends have met him. He's so like caring and kind. And he's always like trying to feed us. He's the nicest guy. Okay. And he has been asking me to go to Vegas, to go to St. Bart's, to go to New York. He always asks me to go. And, you know, I've been so busy with the podcast and stuff. And I always said no. And then for New Year's, he was like, I'm going to St. Bart's. Would you want to come? And I was like, uh, yeah. And plus, I already knew him. We already vibed. And I've seen him several times before. I was like, for sure, I'll come to St. Bart's. And because my friends really didn't have anything planned, I was open to the idea of it. And normally I would be like, no, sorry, I'm with my friends. But this year I was like, I've never done St. Bart's. St. Bart's is for the rich and fun. So I was like, I'm so down to do this. This is going to be like a different experience. So basically all my friends towards like, uh, I would say a week before New Year's, everyone was kind of starting to like gather their plans. And I was telling everyone I'm going to St. Bart's because that's what he told me and that's what we planned. We FaceTimed. He was like, yeah, like, I'm so excited. It's your first time. Like, you're going to have a blast. And so the vibe was Alessia's in St. Bart's. So I'm going out and I'm just everyone's like, what are you doing for New Year's? And I'm like, go to St. Bart's. <laughs> And I'm like really excited about it. Something about being with a guy who's going to take control and everything's going to be planned and on him. It just sounds like a better New Year's, honestly, because it's like, I mean, I just explained <laughs> something about a New Year's where like you don't have to like I'm all for doing New Year's with friends, but it's such a like it's such a mission and planning. And it, there's so much hype around that day that I was kind of like, OK, cool. Like the idea of just being with him and like following him his sister and like his friends like I'm like so cool with doing so we FaceTime he's like yeah perfect like I'm so excited oh my god it's your first time like you're gonna love it and I'm like okay cool like perfect so now the 29th he FaceTimes me and I'm leaving guys I'm no sorry he FaceTimes me on the 28th and he's like so you're still down to come I'm like yes like I'm looking forward to it how's the villa because he was staying at a villa with his sister and like his other friend and basically on the 20, I don't know if it was the 26th or the 27th, but he's like, okay, perfect. Like send me your passport. I'm going to book your flight. So I sent him my passport. And then the next day he's like, Hey, like was looking into flights, yada, yada, yada. And now we're getting closer to the date, but he didn't book me yet. And I'm not worried. I'm like, this guy asks me to go on like every trip. And like, he's not a guy who's going to cancel on me. And so we thought, so I'm out here now. My other friends are making plans last minute. And I'm like, no, guys, I'm going to St. Bart's. And now it's coming closer to the date. And he hasn't booked my ticket. And I'm like, OK, like, what's going on? Like, am I still going? And so the day before, he's writing to me and he's sending me videos of him drunk. And I'm like, hello, like, you didn't book my ticket, right? And he's like, I'm going to bed. I'm drunk. I'm going to I'm going to do it first thing in the morning, which means now I'm leaving on the 30th. It's the 29th. He's supposed to book my ticket. So now I'm like, OK, he's booking it on the 29th. Perfect. I'm leaving on the 30th. That's fine. I'm only going for a couple days just to get out, be in the sun for New Year's and then come back. I have other trips and plans afterwards. And I thought this would be like a cool kind of so this is a guy like I've never slept with, but I've definitely seen along like a lot of times. And I feel like when I met him, I don't know, I, I feel like it was the timing. It wasn't it. But then when I would always see him, 
he was just like a vibe and super sweet and caring. And I was like, I could see myself maybe with him. And maybe the St. Bart's trip will kind of, you know, solidify like how we feel about each other, like kind of see like what the vibes are, you know, or it's going to be like, I never want to travel with this human being again. And we're not for each other. But I was down to do St. Bart's for New Year's. There's something about like not planning anything and just going with the flow and not having to like think and just be I think as a woman there's nothing better than just being and just following a man and just like not having to think and just like really being in your feminine energy and I was so looking forward to that for New Year's just like that chill energy of just like I'm coming for a couple days at St. Bart's I heard such amazing things about St. Bart's anyways so the 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 29 comes and I'm messaging him and I'm like hello like have you booked my ticket and already now I'm like I'm getting anxious because I put all my eggs in this basket and now my other friends are making plans. In the morning, I'm expecting like, here's your confirmation. And then he's not writing to me. And now it's like three o'clock and I'm writing to my friends and I'm like, should I be like, hello, like what's going on? But now I'm starting, you know, like girl intuition. Well, girl intuition. I mean, like, he is not booking your ticket. Like you're like, what the fuck's going on? But I'm just starting to trip. I'm like, oh my God, like, first of all, this has been a guy who's been pursuing me. Like he's been inviting me on several trips, whether it be Miami, Vegas, fucking anywhere he goes. He's always like, do you want to come? Okay. And now basically he, he seems me when I'm like, hello, like what's going on with the trip? He seems me guys. He literally seems me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, you know, as a girl, I'm like benefit of the doubt. He's seen me like, wait a couple minutes. He'll probably write again. And uh, yeah, no, he didn't write again. So I was like, what the fuck? This guy invites me on every trip. I've met him several times. I'm not like a stranger. Um, He's into me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, you FaceTimed me. You were like, you're coming, this and that. And now all of a sudden, the day before I'm supposed to take my flight and you're supposed to book me, you're going MIA. Now I'm like, did he meet a girl in St. Bart? So now he's like, fuck this Canadian girl. I don't want her to come anymore. Like everything is going through my mind. So now I'm realizing like my friends like Veronica and everyone, they're all going on a trip. They're all going to Mexico. Now I'm like, I fucking bought clothes for this trip. I got ready for this trip. Like I'm not not going anywhere. So now the trip that Veronica was going on, she was going with friends and like, they were already tight in the villa. So now me last minute being like uh, my guy basically canceled on me. And like, if you think I'm staying in this city, there's no way in hell. We got to figure this out. I need to come with you make room in the villa because I am not staying home. Guys, when you get ditched and you have a plan and you have shopped for your outfits and like you already put in your head that you're leaving town, you can't not leave. You can't not go anywhere. So I'm like, Veronica, like try and find out. I want to come. Anyway, it didn't end up happening with Veronica. First of all, I'm telling her like eight hours before they already like had their drivers planned. I didn't fit. I it wasn't it was not an option. So I go in complete depresso mode. Okay, guys, I'm like, whatever. I'm going to spend New Year's under the covers. Nobody talked to me about New Year's. I was like so sad about it because I really thought I had a plan going and I feel like I put all my eggs in one basket and then I got fucked over, which it's fine to put your eggs in one basket when you're, you're almost sure you're, you're doing something. So it's not crazy of me to be like, sorry guys, I can't come there. I can't do this. I'm going to St. Bart's. And then the day fucking before he sees me. And now I'm like, I'm so angry. I'm like, Oh my God. 
like I need to get out of here. So I'm trying to figure out another plan and where I could go. But a lot of my friends are didn't have plans to go. This, who's broke? Who already has plans with other people? So I'm out here like a chicken with no friends, it seems, and no plans. And I'm just like, I'm going to book a flight to like Miami or something. But like, I don't want to be alone because all my I, I felt like at that point, like, do I have friends? Because everyone just was doing their own thing this year. Who was literally even just staying inside? They're like, I don't want to know nothing this year. And I was just like, OK, but I mentally prep for this. So I need to get the fuck out of here. You know, long story short, I'm like so sad i remember my friend was over and she's like i'm so sorry babe this is happening to you my luggage is packed guys i'm literally like so sad because i was really like okay i didn't make it to st Barts, but i'm gonna make it to mexico and then mexico didn't happen for me and i remember i was like whatever this is gonna be a new year's i either order chinese with my two friends who are staying in and drinking wine i either do that which i didn't want to do and i could not accept i don't know why i don't know if this is just me i have a really hard time taking no for an answer if only I would apply that in every aspect of life but I'm just like this is impossible like I already manifested this I envisioned this I'm not here this year so I couldn't like understand or take no for an answer which I think is something that like you know you have I have to work on because like I say everything happens for a reason there's a reason things don't work out the way they're supposed to and it may not make sense at the moment but eventually you'll be like and that's why I didn't go and that's why that was my new year's or whatever whatever happens in life like it never makes sense right away or sometimes it does but for the most part you only see why things happen that way afterwards even the day of new year's I was like do I take a flight somewhere like where am I going <laughs> like it was just such a mess okay so the the next day I've just you know I wake up I don't want to get out of bed I'm so sad like my luggage is just standing next to me like hello take a trip and I'm like kicking the luggage like fuck off like fuck you guys <laughs> it was just so sad and I was like whatever it's fine like I'm not even going to chill with my friends who are ordering Chinese and drinking wine I'm I'm staying in like I'm staying in my room under the covers and I'm going to cry and I'm going to feel sorry for myself the day before when I had found out he wasn't answering me, I got a call from one of my girlfriends and she was like, we have two options for New Year's. And one is, would you want to go to Drake's house for New Year's? And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, for New Year's, Drake is throwing a party at his mansion in Toronto. Do you want to go? I have like his right hand man's inviting me. And I was thinking we can maybe just like go down to Toronto, either fly or drive and go to his house party. And every part of me was like, yeah, I would love to go to Drake's fucking house, Drake's New Year's party. I heard at his birthday, he gives Birkins to everyone. What the hell does he give on New Year's? Rolexes and Chanel's? Hello, I'm fucking down to go to Drake's just for the plot, just to be able to come on this podcast and be like, so I went to Drake's New Year's party and I want a Rolex or like whatever the fuck. <laughs> Every friend, one of my girlfriends was like, you have to go do it for the podcast. I'm like, that would be the only reason I would go because honestly, like his crew, like, I'm not really like, I'm not really into like Drake's crew and like all of them, but I would do it for the podcast and I would do it for Chanel. <laughs> I heard one year, I heard one year Drake gave every girl on Mother's Day who went to his dinner 
a Birkin bag. Like they sat down and everyone had a Birkin bag. All the mothers or girls that were there had a Birkin bag. If you want to tell me that Drake doesn't respect women, honestly, you're a liar because Drake's out here buying Birkins for every girl for Mother's Day and you want to tell me he doesn't respect women. Drake is really giving. I mean, I've heard so many crazy stories. Anyways, I was just like, it would be so fun to go to Drake's for the plot. But I'm also like, I don't want to be in Toronto. I don't want to go to his fucking house party. I just had another like plan in mind and I just couldn't accept that like, I'm going to what stay here. So I was even like, no, I, I don't even want to do Drake's. Like, I, Guys, I was so sad. I'm like, no, like, and, and then my other, my friend was really trying to convince me. She's like, trust me. Like, it's like a club in there. He does like sick parties. It's like tables and bottles and he's going to do a raffle and you're going to win a Birkin or a Chanel or a Rolex. And I was like, oh my God, you're really trying to sell me here. And I'm not going to lie, it's working. But in the end, I was like, no, I don't want to go. Like I, I literally just, if I'm not leaving town, I'm staying in. And then the second option we can do is still in town, just go to a friend's house and we're just going to do New Year's there and get drunk. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she's like, why are you being such a Debbie Downer? And I love that she called me out. She's like, why are you being such a Debbie Downer? Like, pick yourself up. What are you going to stay in? Like, at least come out. And I was so close to being like, no, you know, whatever. And she's like, what are you going to do? Stay in? Like, you're not going to spend your New Year's in. Just come out. And I'm really happy she pushed me and begged me to come because I don't know. Sometimes you need that friend who's just going to be like, put yourself together. Like, you're lucky, you're healthy, you're ha you're happy, you're alive. Like, what, because you didn't leave town? Like, how bratty do you sound? Fucking put on an outfit and come spend New Year's with me. And she got me out of my house because I ended up doing New Year's with her and, like, a bunch of people I know from my city. Another reason why I didn't want to show up to the party was because I was telling everyone I was going to be in St. Bart. So to be like, surprise, I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. It's fucking embarrassing. Like... <laughs> Sponsored baby, duh. <laughs> hey guys, my sponsor for today is Rudsack. Rudsack is a performance luxury brand that uses high quality materials and makes the best winter coats you'll ever find. They actually won an award for best outerwear brand of the year. I wore the Divina bodysuit that has the thumb holes to keep everything in check. And then I add on the snowsuit, which I'm ready to hit the slopes. And especially in Canada, it could get cold. You want to be warm and what better than with this beautiful leather ski snowsuit. So all you have to do is head on to Rudsack and use my discount code XThePodcast at checkout to receive 20% off if you're in the U.S., and if you're Canadian, you'll also receive a discount code of 10% off. Enjoy, happy shopping, and stay warm out there. Anyway, so I showed up and I was just like, yeah, St. Martin's didn't happen. Uh, he ended up going to somewhere else and like I couldn't go there because he ended up going to Miami and I didn't want to go to Miami. So I told him I wasn't going to go. Like, that's, like, how funny and, like, embarrassed I was. I wasn't even going to be like, he ditched me. Actually, he never answered. He's seen me. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. After he seen me, I blocked him. I'm like, fuck this guy. Doesn't he have, doesn't even have the decency to be like, sorry, finally. Like, you can't, like, just seeing me. Like, the disrespect when you've been planning this with me, I was like, block me. These days, guys, I'm blocking people left and right. Like, it's nobody's business. I was never a blocker. Now I'm just like, you're ruining my energy. <laughs> X. <laughs> 
Honestly, I love that about me now. It's just like, peace. No, you fucking disrespecting me. You're going to get blocked. So I, yeah. So I was embarrassed to go to this party because I was just like, I, everyone's going to be, everyone's going to be like, okay, well, weren't you supposed to be in same parts? Whatever. I got drunk. I was with friends. And I remember I was getting ready with a girlfriend because I also invited another friend. So my friend who invited me, she was like, you can bring another friend. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to invite one of my other friends who, you know, we grew up together and like we work together. And I invited her and I told her when we were getting ready and like doing her hair, I said, you know what? Maybe the reason we're here right now is because we're going to go to this party and we're going to end up going to Mexico. I literally said, because if I wasn't doing St. Bart's, my second option was Mexico. So I was like, we're going to go to this party and somehow put a group together and go to Tulum. Even if it's not, you know, New Year's like I wanted to, maybe even if it's a couple of days after, I'm going to put together a group and we're all going to go to Mexico because I want to go to Mexico. And I remember, I forgot I told her this. I remember, I forgot I told her, yeah, I'm manifesting this, that we're going to leave in a couple of days and we're going to go to Tulum. And so when we went to the party, people were talking about how they might be leaving town and they don't really have a solid plan. And I was like, oh, like, I really want to go to Mexico. One thing leads to another. All of a sudden, we're drunk at a party and we're opening up Airbnb and we're looking at villas and boom, we end up in Mexico a couple of days later. And I say so many things and manifest so many things, but I don't say them out loud often or I do and I even forget what I say. But I remember my girlfriend and I were in the one of the rooms in the villa and she was like, babe, you know, like you created this, right? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you do know when we were getting ready and doing our hair and you were doing my makeup, you told me we're going to this party, but trust me, we're going to have a plan because we're going to Tulum. And I was like, oh, my God, I said this out loud. She's like, yeah. She's like, you're literally a fucking witch. And I was like, oh, my God, I was going to tell you I manifested this, but I didn't want to be like that girl. Like, oh, you manifested this. Oh, you wanted to be in Tulum and now you're in Tulum. She's like, no, no, you told me. I remember you told me. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I literally had goosebumps because this is manifesting on another level. Like I'm manifesting in a in a few days. Like I'm not manifesting something for a, in a year from now. So I thought that was really, really crazy. So, yeah. So we get to Mexico. They plan to get the whole villa and everything. And I was just like, great. Like, I'm going to ask a couple of friends, like, who wants to come? Like, villa's taken care of. Like, let's fucking go. Let's rage. Let's have an amazing. Let's start the new year. You know, like, even though the new year, even though I was here for New Year's, let's start the new year with a bang. And I feel like sometimes, like, when you start the new year somewhere else, it kind of sets the tone for the year. And that's why I had so much pressure about like getting out of town. And you know what? Truthfully, there's so much hype around new year's and new year's is always the worst day. Ever. New year's is always the worst day anyways, because there's so much hype around it to drop so much money. It's like new year's is just like, Oh, there's so much about it. That's like ick, honestly. Um, so anyway, so I ended up going to, to loom with a girlfriend of mine and another friend who were like insta friends and like we've you know been out to dinner and stuff but we're not super super close so we kind of put together a group where we were just like such a fun group on this trip like the vibes were immaculate like just 
everyone was there to have a good time everything oh when, whenever you're with guys like everything is planned you know like which is great and everything's taken care of which is also great uh, so it was just the best honestly it was just such an amazing trip so i'm gonna give you a tour of the villa so that you guys can just feel like you were on vacation with me i did bring all my equipment on that trip to be able to film an episode with my girls and maybe throw on the guys and just kind of have that kind of episode but it didn't work out it's very tough because i didn't have the right lighting so and and because i was just kind of really trying to enjoy my trip I didn't pull out the uh, cameras until the last day. And so I crushed that whole idea. But I will give you a tour and show you the entire villa and kind of tell you like things that have happened and just like the vibes so that you guys can feel like you were there with me. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to our villa in Tulum. So where I'm pointing, that's where I stayed. And my girlfriend, who you're going to see in a second, that was her room. I'm not going to lie, though. We spent many nights sleeping together because we were kind of scared sleeping alone. I'll explain that in a second. But this is our villa. This is where most of our pre-drinks happen. And this was just like a little extra room, which we didn't really use. Actually, my girlfriend, who was working from home working from the villa she worked in there when we were loud so she can focus but yeah this is where we kind of pre-drank there's the three swings so during the day like tanning i probably should have cleaned up before taking this video you could tell i'm not in real estate and then there's just like this disco ball out of nowhere it's kind of a vibe though anyway it's just so pretty okay there's towels everywhere like i didn't even try i could never be in real estate um, I'll stick to podcasting and not filming because what the hell? I'm shakety shake shake. Okay, so this was the room in the villa that one of my girlfriends took, and I'm kind of like, shit. This felt like the mo this felt like the most safe room because the men were sleeping at the top over there, and we kind of felt like you know we're excluded from the villa. So you know if something happens, no one's gonna hear us scream. I don't know, just girl math, I guess. Um, so yeah, there's a pretty waterfall. There's the swings. I wanted to actually shoot the podcast there because I thought it was such a cool spot, but it didn't end up working with lighting. Got a few instas, you know, over here where there's the jungle and at night there's actually a security that comes, which I'll show you in a couple of seconds. He stays outside of the door and guards. And because where we're sleeping, we're so close to the guard. We're supposed to feel safe, right? Like, what if they're the cartel and we're excluded from the villa so the guys won't even hear us scream if they come get us at night? Guys, I don't know. It's just what girls think. So one of my girlfriends who got the fucking room in the back were like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. I'm not going to lie. I snook up and went to sleep in there because I was just like, what are the vibes here, you know? Uh, but then we got used to it and then I ended up sleeping alone. But <laughs> why is that so sad? But yeah, that's kind of what the villa looks like. No one's hooking up of like the friends we're with. It's just kind of like we're all just like friends. Like it, it was really, really fun, honestly. And we're still going out all to dinner together and stuff. So you kind of feel like, well, I can't really venture off and do my own thing because like we all came together. We all called the cab together and like it's Mexico. No one's going to just like fuck off and then, you know, take a cab alone, <laughs> especially after my incident in Miami. I'm a little bit scared. So 
it's kind of like we're doing group things. And there was one guy I really wanted to meet that we've been talking and it didn't work out when I was in New York. And he happened to be in Tulum also. So now we're in Mexico and we're on the same strip. So he's kind of like, hey, like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm at Rosa Negra. Rosa Negra is like a really fun spot in Tulum, kind of touristy, but it's just like very like, you know, the lights, the bottles, there's girls have the best time. It's just so fun. And so basically now we're eating dinner and it's all five of us. And he's like, I'm going to stop by the restaurant and uh, like to meet you. I'm here with a friend like we're in town. And so he comes by and he's like, hey, like I'm here. I'm by the bar. And I'm like, I haven't told the other people I'm with that. Oh, my God, there's like a Raya guy right now that I want to meet. And he's at the bar with his friend drinking. And I'm like, I'm eating dinner and I'm like, I have to get up right now and go meet him. And I'm, I'm nervous. But like the nerves are fun because you're just so excited. You're like, OK, like I'm finally happy we're going to meet. And like I'm going to. Yeah, like I'm going to meet him. And so it's such a weird thing because obviously we all came as friends. But like you don't want to be that girl who just like disappears, disappears from the group, you know, even though I'm not going to be that girl who's like, bye. See you guys. So I get to the bar and I bring one of my girlfriends with me. One of the girls stayed with the rest of the guys at the table and we can't all get up. You know what I mean? So I go to the bar and I look at my girlfriend when I meet him and I'm like, oh, oh, my God. I'm like, he's she's like, Alessia. In my ear, she goes, Alessia, like, if you don't go for him, I will. That guy is so hot. And I was like, ah! oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm now I'm like, wait, I should have thought so much about my outfit. Like, why? How, why am I wearing this? Like, and whatever. We're just vibing by the bar. And then our friends who are back there are kind of like, yeah, we're going to call it a night. And I'm just like, I don't want to leave yet. Like, I'm just meeting. I'm just meeting this beautiful man and. My other girlfriend, she had to go back because it was going to be Monday the next day and she was working from the villa. She had to work. So she wanted to go to bed earlier. And my other friend who was there was like, I'm like, you need a wingman me here. I, I know you don't like the other guy, but like, you're going to stay with me, right? And she's like, I guess. She's like, I'm doing it for you and the hot guy because I do not want to. I'm not into the. She's like, I'm not into this guy. I'm like, I will return the favor at some point, I promise. But today, you need to be, you need to be helping my sister out. So we ended up going to Bonbonier with them. And I was like, we were like kind of deep talking. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is so cute, so self-aware, in therapy, 33 years old, from New York. I'm like, did I just meet my husband in Tulum? <laughs> what the fuck is going on, you know? We had a driver that was bringing us everywhere, which was safe. But now our friends are taking back our driver, which whose name is okay. <laughs> and just emphasis, his name is and one of my girlfriends, she just ended things with a guy whose name was. So can you imagine how triggering that is when the entire trip driver's name is? We're like here. Oh, my God. OK, I'm going to see if be here in 15 minutes. Like, OK, put on the music. So it's been this whole joke the entire trip and like. Can you imagine the anxiety she's dealing with? You broke up with a guy and now all you hear is your ex's name. Like, I would die. I would literally die. So I can understand what she was going through every time she heard his name. But was our driver and had driven them back. I was like, no, he needs to come back and get us. I don't feel comfortable taking a cab. So then 
came to get us. The next day, I get really drunk. We're all kind of out. We're vibing. If you see on my Instagram, it's the day that I'm wearing the orange long dress. We actually go to this party that was a bunch of people, random people from Montreal. And then afterwards, we went out and I was like, I want to see my Raya guy again because my Raya guy is still in town and I'm like trying to figure out how to maneuver all this he's like I'm at Mia like come and I'm like I'm actually eating dinner at Mia like perfect he's at the same event as me I'm like beautiful chef's kiss okay things cannot work better in my favor so we finish eating I'm so excited I'm like gonna see my guy and so we go down and like he has the booth like right in the middle I'm like okay hi um <laughs> So we go and I love that it's not a things are not clubs there. It's more like on the beach. It's like really cool, actually. And I'm so happy to be there. But now my friends are kind of on this vibe where they don't want to stay that long. And I'm here like, oh, I'm vibing with this guy. Like, I fuck, get drunk, guys. Figure it out. I don't want to leave. But I know like if they leave, I'm going to leave with them because I'm not going to stay alone and I'm not going back to his place. Like, no. So. Um, so yeah, so then at some point, you know, like we're vibing, we make out, me and the guy and like, you know, it's just vibes. And so they're like, Hey, we called coming and I'm just like, fuck. So I end up leaving with my friends and we get to the villa and then Mr. Raya guy writes to me. reading the messages and I remember being drunk and now I'm seeing what he's saying oh my god Woo! okay whatever but this is the part that matters um he's like I'm going to Mila let me know when you're done I'm like we're at Mia LMAO let me know when you get here he goes what eating dinner we got a table on the dance floor you'll see me I'm like okay coming coming soon I'm so excited he's like we might go to Bagatelle I'm like wait why no coming now just finished dinner we're here he said we stay you'll see me just come to the floor I'm like KK coming he goes, it's separate from the restaurant. You can just say blah, blah, blah to get in. I'm like, no stress. Like, I, we already had, like, a connection to get in. Anyway, so I leave. And he writes, I'm really bummed you didn't want to spend more time together. Usually, I just be like, whatever, that's that. And now, like, I'm drinking. We're around. We're with, like, the guys. And I'm like, I need a guy's perspective. Like, what should I say? And this is, like, problem number one. Like, I should have just said what I was thinking from the heart, which I normally do. But I was just like... Oh, I was kind of playing like these stupid games where I was like kind of ish playing hard to get, which is like annoying because it's like a lay you're into. I'm just like be yourself. Um, and I just said like, I had a great time. Hopefully we'll see each other soon with a smiley. It's kind of like insinuating like, thank you, like bye when it's like, no, I did. I'm bummed out too. But I just tried to play it a little bit like a little bit cool. And like then he writes. I was hoping for something a little bit more genuine back, but that's okay. I don't spend time with people like we have normally, and it seems a little more surface level with you. Uh, he's, it seems a little more surface level for you. I had fun too, but I think it's pretty clear we are different people, and that's okay. Happy face. Have a fun rest of your trip, Alessia. And I'm like, am I getting broken up with somebody I didn't know I was dating? Like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, no, 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 like... First of all, people can call me a million things. What I will never, ever allow someone to call me is surface level. I am a million things. Gold digger, 
bitch. I am the most real person, which is what I think he liked about me is that I was so honest, making jokes. We got deep about like family and stuff. Like there was nothing surface level about our conversations. And I think he would just felt like he got rejected because I didn't go back with him that day. So he was like angry and then called me surface level and then got rid of me like this. He was like mature about in a mature way, but like manipulative way it felt. And I was like, is he breaking up with me? Like, no, no, no. Like, what the fuck? So I was like, it wasn't surface level. I was really happy to see you. I really felt something. I'm just really looking for something more serious than a one night stand, which is true. The reason I didn't stay is because I wasn't going to just like wake up in his hotel room like, ah, it's a loom. Like, that's just really not who I've ever been. I'm really honestly looking for something serious and I'm putting my energy towards someone who's really going to pursue me. And like, truthfully, I really want somebody to get to know me before anything. And I get it. We live in different countries. But like if, I, if a guy wants to, he will. And like, I was just like upset that he called me surface level. I don't know if it was just like because I bruised his ego because he's a hot guy and I didn't go back with him. I don't know what it was. But then he never answered me. And then the next day I saw that he unfollowed me. And I was actually like, my heart was hurting. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I actually vibed with this guy and he unfollowed me because I didn't go back with him. So I, the next day, was like, no, 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 no. I read another message. I'm like, the actively ignoring me and unfollowing me because he never... He never answered my message. So I was like, I'm sending him another message. The actively ignoring me and unfollowing me as childish sucks that we are here even before getting to know each other. I thought we hit it off. Saying I'm surface level is so far from the truth. I thought we actually had such a deep. Com I thought we actually had such deep conversations the first night and I saw you differently. Obviously, I want to stay. Obviously, I wanted to stay yesterday, but try and put yourself in my shoes. I came with friends who called the driver earlier and me being in Mexico alone, taking a cab is not something I want to do. He goes, I'm not acting. Uh, he's like, I'm not actively ignoring you or being childish. Alessia, I sent you a mature message saying that I believe that we are different people and I value communication and my time very much. And I'm like, oh, my God, he values he values his time like me. Like, oh, my God, like, am I being a child right now? Like. But if you really think about it, like he's manipulating me, like you're getting all mad at me, but fuck hurt because I left. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, at what point is he just like gaslighting me? I sent you a mature message saying that I believe that we are different people and value communication in my time very much. Last night, it was you didn't want a one night stand, even though I gave no indication that that was my intention okay and today it's because you're in, in mexico and didn't want to take a cab anyways like i said i wasn't trying to be childish or hurtful it, it's just a decision and i'm like i'm getting broken up he's like i'm done with your shit and i'm like take me back what do you mean i'm like the one night stand still applies i was just trying to let you know my thought process because i value communication the reason I didn't want to come back was not solely for one reason. Anyways, I'm happy we spoke it out. He goes, same, no hard feelings. Have the best time. I go, have the best time at the festival, happy face, because he was going to a festival the next day. He goes, thank you. You guys have fun, too. And I was really in my thoughts. I'm like, I can't believe, like, we're, like, getting so deep and, like, we're having these fights so early on without even, like, you should have just respected the fact that I didn't want to have a one-night stand, like, but also I do take accountability where like he's writing like I, I really want to spend more time with you. And I'm like, no worries. See you when I see you. I get how that can come off and I, I'll take accountability there. But I feel like the way he went about it afterwards, I was like, bro, we're not even dating and like we're dealing with this. What the fuck is it going to be like if we're dating? This is a little bit nuts for me. A little bit nuts. You know what I mean? 
anyway, whatever. I ended up writing to him again and I was like, look, like I hate that like we're here and like before this even became a thing. And I was basically just saying that like it sucks because I actually really vibed with you and like you got the wrong idea of me. And like just the fact that I'm here trying to explain myself because like essentially I didn't go home with you or like because you wanted to spend more time like I don't know like that whole like guy is just like a <laughs> you guys are probably listening to this going this is a walking red flag um but um I don't know like I vibed with him so it's just weird anyway so he refollowed me after we spoke it out and now we're following each other again but like I'm not gonna lie in the back of my head I'm a bit like I'm scared. I'm scared to see this guy again. Like, what the fuck's he gonna pop on me this time? He's gonna follow me again? Like, I don't know. It's just, is there a reason you're 33 and single and hot? Oh. Okay, I'm being mean. I hope he, I really hope he does. I will know he watched this episode if he unfollows me again. We were talking about things on the trip drunk and I was like, I need to write this down and talk about this on the podcast. So my first one was, okay, you, okay, so you meet a guy, you really, really like him. Everything is a check. He's got money. You're driving in a G-Wagon. Everything is amazing. Your life is set up. You're like, I'm in love with this guy. I'm going to marry him. But you find out he has a crazy, crazy kink. What do you do? What do you do? Do you stay? Or can you not deal with it? Should I be saying what the kink is? Or because. Okay. Let me try this again. You meet the love of your life. He's rich, successful, kind, treats you like a princess. Everything's great. You see yourself getting married to this guy. But you find out he likes to get pegged. What do you do? He likes to be fucked. Like, you put the strap on and you need to fuck him. Do you do it? Or do you leave? What do you do? Personally, pegging is something I would not be able to do. So I'd leave. Honestly, this is honestly speaking. It's great that he has all those qualities. But, like, something tells me if you like to get pegged, and I know, like, there's certain just, like, sexual fantasies that doesn't make you gay or whatever. But I wouldn't be able to do it why does my man want me to fuck him? I can't do it. I can't. So we spoke about this, my girls and the whole crew. We spoke about this and that's my take on it. I would be so curious to know your take on it. Yeah. So that's the kink I'm adding in. Another kink could be, um, you need to get shit on. Relax. We're not in Dubai just yet. You have two options. You can be with a guy who's self-made, who made it out of the trenches and has made money for himself or you can be with a guy who is born into money, wealthy, daddy's money, always had a silver spoon handed to him. Which do you want? Which do you choose? Because both come with their own problems. But which one do you choose? Which one are you going for? I think this this answer for me is very easy because I would definitely go with a guy who is self-made because I think the guy who's self-made really understands the value of a dollar. And because so, and because he worked so hard to make the money, he will definitely probably be more generous 
because he worked so hard to be able to give that lifestyle. And a lot of people, I think, think it's the other way around where they're going to go date a wealthy guy who comes from a lot of money and they think they're going to have this lavish lifestyle. And truth is they're they're swiping daddy and mommy's card and they've been told like, no, I can't use the card or like, oh, my God, like I don't want my dad to get mad at me. So you think it's going to be such a lavish life. But truthfully, because it's never really been their money, they could never really spend it like it's theirs. And yes, some pe- some families are super generous, but it's never really the same thing. It's it's never when someone works so hard to be able to attain this lifestyle. They kind of want the girl who's going to be like kind of enjoying it i'm not saying that they want the girl who's going to be asking for a bunch of designer shit but like you like the girl who's going to like want to enjoy it you know okay would you rather go for drinks with a guy your first meeting or go for dinner i don't know maybe my younger self would be like oh my god no 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 like just drinks i don't want to eat in front of him now i'm like if you don't feed me you don't like me and like I don't want this to be like a, oh, you're going to just like, you're scared to like give your nights to me and like really like invest and do the dinner and the drinks. I don't know. My thoughts on that are like already because I very selective on who I go on a date with. When I do choose to go on a date, I want you to feed me. I don't want to just go for drinks. And I feel like a lot of people will say like a coffee date or like, let's just go for drinks and like see if we vibe and then let's do dinner the next time. I see that as like, you're cheap. No, let's go to dinner. Let me see the way you order. Let's see your mannerisms. Let's see the vibes. You're going to order one dessert or two desserts. Let's see how generous you are. And I don't know, like, I feel like already when you're going on a date, you're taking a risk. So like, if you're not willing to like take the risk and feed me and you're only like down to take me for drinks, I find that weird. Like, I'm not into that. I don't know. Like, I feel like, oh, why is he being cheap? Like, he only wants to go for drinks. But on the other end of it, I see it as like, okay, as a guy sees it, they're like, well, I don't know if I like this girl. So let's just do drinks so I could just dip if we're not vibing. But I don't know. I don't know if it's just because my personality, like, I'll always make the date fun. It'll always be a vibe. So I'm like, take me out to eat. Like, why the fuck? If I'm doing it just for drinks, I'm like, fuck off. I feel like this might be a very controversial topic. Okay, my last one. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? I feel like both of them are going to fuck you up. But would you rather know the date of your death or the cause? Ooh, this one's difficult. What do you guys think? What would you rather know? Honestly, I don't want to know the date i rather know the cause than the date because the cause can be, it doesn't tell me when I'm dying. And I feel like if I knew when I was dying, I feel like the way I would act about my life would be so weird and I wouldn't be able to enjoy my life. Like I would just be like, I'm dying on this day. Like, or maybe it would just make me live life to the fullest. No, no, no. I'm choosing. I rather know how I'm going to die than when I'm going to die. I'm locking in my answer. Well, guys, I really hope you liked this episode um it's kind of really fun doing solo episodes and i'm gonna continue doing them so let me know your thoughts on my raya guy my tulum trip manifesting drinks fucking new year's party and go to and all these random things we're talking about i really enjoy doing this solo episode and honestly it's getting easier and easier for me and a lot more fun because i'm getting more and more comfortable being alone 
Um, it was really fun chatting with the cameras. I'm kidding. It was really fun chatting with you guys, even though you guys are kind of really quiet. It's kind of weird. Like, you guys could talk. Don't be shy. We'll leave the comments for the talking. So let me know what you guys think. Don't forget to follow me on Snapchat. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I love you guys.